Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Damian, Greg, Jarrett, Rob, and Tyler. On today's podcast, we discuss 2020. Gentlemen, Happy New Year. I know we happy said New Happy Year. New Year on the Discord app and whatnot, but but yeah, Happy New Year to everybody, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey, Damien. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. Um, 2021 can't be as bad as 2020, right? Don't fucking put shit like that into the universe. <laughs> Don't put it out there. Are we no. going to get movies? Are we going to get the movie theaters back open in 2021? Um, Q3 would be the earliest, is my Q3. estimate. Q3. Yeah. So we're talking like September. Yeah, maybe. Mm. July, August, September. Anybody gone? Anybody? What's the last movie everybody saw? Rob, what's the last movie you saw in the theater this year? If any. I didn't see. The, I think the last movie I saw in the theater oh. was episode nine in 2019. So you didn't go to the movies at all in 2020? No, not at all. Jarrett? Uh, it was unfortunately uh, Harley Quinn. What, I forget the name. The <laughs> full name of that mm-hmm. terrible movie was. Mm-hmm. Well, they changed. The f- they changed the name of the movie. After it was out for like two weeks. That's right. Wasn't it? It was like the fantabulous something or other of Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah, that was what yes, they Birds ended up Prey. turning it into, but it was the fantabulous exoneration or some bullshit like that of <laughs> yeah. Harley Quinn. All right, Tyler? The last movie I saw was Onward. In the Disney theater. movie. Yeah, it was uh, like the weekend before everything shut down. All right. Greg? I don't know if I saw anything in the theater in 2020. I'm trying to remember back that long ago. I don't think I did. <laughs> All right. It feels like forever ago. Yeah. Damien? I don't, yeah, I was just trying to think. I don't think I saw anything in 2020 at all. I th- I'm trying to remember if you did. I don't know why I would know. The I last movie so. I saw was The Gentleman. Um, yeah, I never saw that one. I don't know, man. I was it traveling like at the it, start of the year. That's true. And, then, and everything went bad. Yeah. Feels like it was a lifetime ago. Yeah, it does. Hmm. hmm. All right, Bobby. So you said we talked about it at length on the pod multiple times when everything had started, you know, when the whole COVID thing had started. You had said optimistically, we'll be out of it by the end of, of 2020. I think October. Yeah. You still have that that feeling this year that we're going to be no. optimistically no. like back to normal at some point this year? I will go back to what I said last year. I'm optimistic for September, but I've written off um, up until the summer at least. So, yeah, in a very like trying to be positive and trying to like, you know, I'm making plans for the summer in thoughts that we're going to be traveling in the summer. But yeah, at at best, I think we're going to kind of go back to normal in September. But there's a lot of like asterisks like applied to it. So I actually think schools will be open back in September. I honestly do. Um, But I think there's going to be a whole bunch of shit that we got to deal with. So look, I just want somebody to tell me we're going to have Comic-Con in July. Because in my heart, I know we're not. And I want someone to say like, no, man, we're going to. I'll go back on record and saying, (laughs) you guys may not have San Diego, but we may have New York. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just to throw it out there just saying Jarrett Jarrett are we are you going to are you going to New York Comic Con this year I mean if I get the vaccine fuck everyone else sure I'll go <laughs> <laughs> look you may have the vaccine you may be good to go but are they going to have New York Comic Con uh, we may get into a situation where they start giving out the what was it the vaccine licenses they're talking about and then we have a two cast society 
<laughs> and the, the upper cast with the vaccine, they get to go to stuff and they'll have it. The upper cast. I like the I like the sound yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll put it September fifty fifty that they have it. Well, it's October usually. October, right? October, even October. I'll put it because they they gotta plan it out however many months ahead of time, so they gotta make a call at some point. Right. They have no chance, right? No, it's not happening. Like I'm not coming to see you in Seattle for Emerald City Con this year again. No, I mean things will start going back to normal, but they're not going to have events where thousands and thousands of people are going to be in very close proximity to each other. I don't like it, dude. I don't like it. I'm okay with it. I don't like people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you there, but I mean, I'd like to come to Seattle and see my friend too. For sure. Wow. This just got, this just got like dark. Now, <laughs> You're I'm making sad. it dark. Try to be positive just, about I, it. I'm just asking the questions, man. Uh... All right. Tyler, if you had to like, what was what was one thing this year that was kind of the 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 saving grace? Right, we all did the quarantine. I think we all did the quarantine. I mean, some of us more than others, but we. Uh, what was the one thing that you can look back on and you'll have like fond memories of this year? Related to pop culture. Yeah, yeah, or anything, just in general. I mean, it can be pop culture. It can be you got to spend more time with your kids, like whichever way you want to go. <laughs> I know that's a lie. Make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make the cut. Um, <laughs> when you have to spend all of the time with the kids, that doesn't qualify. Sure. Um, I mean, beyond like <clears throat> swimming, we swam basically every day in summertime. That was great. But pop culture related, um, I think I watched more television shows. I think by nature, probably all of us, right? Yeah. But there were more television shows, shows being produced or released than movies. So um, I think I dipped my toe into this vast universe of great tv out there more than i have in previous years so um that was good that was nice to to have something when movies which is what i prefer wasn't really there i mean you dipped your toe into breaking bad for like the third time and you said it's not good i didn't say it's not good i said the exact opposite i said it's really good it just doesn't (laughs) don't bullshit damien (laughs) i said i acknowledge this show is very good it's just not doing it for me for the third time and i'm out dude I mean, look, you're we're on a separate text chain. I've seen it. You're like, I'm not, I'm not watching it anymore. Damien, <laughs> did he not say Breaking Bad? He ain't watching it. Yeah, I believe we'd have to go back and check the records, but I'm pretty sure that happened. Well, it makes me so sad. Check, yeah, me too. I love good. <laughs> I love good television. Clearly, you don't. Yeah, I was gonna say clearly you don't. You're watching The Mandalorian. Ooh, uh, that's that's not also nice. something that's, that's, that's very not. salty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I right, love Tyler. it. I love it when we just really quickly. I love it when you like there are little jabs that Rob feels in his responses. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> but listen, Rob can make the little jab. But when I'm comparing Breaking uh, Bad to Mandalorian, there's no comparison. You can like Mandalorian, but guess what? It's not. It's not like one of the greatest shows of all time. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that. That's true. <laughs> yes. Check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler. So you've watched a ton of TV. You said, "What's like a give me give me something that you enjoyed a ton this year that helped you get through 2020?" It can be old, it can be new. Something you hadn't seen till this year, past year. Um, are you asking me like the best show I watched in 2020? Just I don't know something. Give me something. Ooh. Like it can be the best show. It can be whatever you found most enjoyable. Just something that got you through some time. The thing that got me through the earlier months of quarantine was The Last Dance, oh, ESPN, ESPN documentary on the Bulls of the 90s and Michael oh. Jordan. 
primarily Michael Jordan. Yep. Um, yeah, documentary television, and it was six episodes, and it was fantastic. I think for anybody who watched it would probably enjoy it. For a sports fan, though, it was it was just peak television, um, especially when there was no there were no live sports, so it filled a huge void. And um, yeah, that was great. My favorite is that during those six weeks. Killing Eve was also on, and mm-hmm. you were unable or unwilling to be on the podcast for like six to eight weeks because you're like, I got, <laughs> I'm watching this shit. I can't be on the podcast <laughs> talking to you people. That's right. Yep. Anybody else watch Last Dance? I watched it. I, I watched, watched it twice. I, I want. Can uh, am I the only one that's calling bullshit on the pizza story? <laughs> I mean, the one where, what is it, six dudes show up with a pizza he delivered, and then he <laughs> ate the whole pizza and felt sick? So, like, it sounds, it ahead, sounds far-fetched a little yeah. bit, right? But I, I believe it enough to believe the whole story. So there's a, bunch it... of, there's a bunch of, like, actual stories about that. I mean, they even tried to get, I've, you know, on some of the podcasts I listened to, they tried to get people that worked at the pizza spot at that point. And they did say it's realistic that it was multiple dudes went because that was the only pizza place in Utah that was open that late. Mm. And it could be that they knew Michael Jordan was there, but the likelihood that they actually like poisoned it all showed up and was like, ha 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 ha. Here, here's your poison pizza (laughs) is is pretty low. Is it entirely possible that he felt sick because he ate a whole fucking pizza and I'm guessing (laughs) Utah pizza is not that great? Well, Utah pizza from Pizza Hut. I mean, Pizza Hut got that. They have, I'm sure the pizza quality is the same across the board. Yeah. Um, If you read about Michael Jordan, he was a bit of, I don't know if you want to say like a vampire or the dude didn't need a lot of sleep and took Mm. shitty care of his body and was still able to kill dudes. So I don't know. It's more likely, I think, that he was fucking jacked up from the night before from maybe doing some other things besides eating pizza. (laughs) You call Michael Jordan a cokehead on this podcast? I didn't say cocaine, but I mean, he could have been hung over. There could be a number of things. Okay, sure, sure. Okay. And also, it's you know, that's called the flu game. He didn't have the flu. He had food poisoning. So slightly different. True. I loved it. Anybody else watch it? Rob, did you? I watched it. I loved it. And as a non-sports guy, but I certainly remember like the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. Um, It filled in quite a bit of holes of – I always had this – because I'm not following sports. I'm only kind of following the pop culture of the 90s when Michael Jordan was such a big deal. Like, I didn't understand why he was a big deal. So it filled in quite a bit of holes that I always had with it. But it is Mm -hmm. extraordinarily well done and uh, very, very entertaining, especially for someone who's not that into sports. The best was they also – I think that originally it was only supposed to be like three episodes. It was shorter, and then because they they moved it up from, I think, July to, yeah. like, April, May. April, May, when yeah. we didn't have anything. And then they, they made it longer, too, because they were like, hey, we're just going to we're gonna fucking ride this because we had no sports. Greg or Damien, did you guys watch that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you. Greg, you watched it. All right. Yeah. Anybody remember a little show called Tiger King, which felt like I... it was... Oh. That was going to be one of my top shows of 2020 that just people forget that how much that got us through that first month. I mean, Joe Exotic deserves maybe a pardon just for getting getting the world through the first like month or so of quarantine. uh, Amazing. Everybody watched that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, you haven't watched fucking Tiger King We watched the first episode. Watched the first episode and it's... 
It's everything you would uh, you, expect it to be. Like you what? pulled the <laughs> plug on episode one, Tyler. Yeah, that's what's what I'm saying. Matter with you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not big on reality TV. It was it was engrossing. It was captivating. It was all that. It's just not. I don't know. Okay, let me let me ask you a question. What? So you said I'm not into reality TV. What is the difference now? God, don't strike me down. What is the difference between Tiger King and Last Dance? Uh, There's a level of quality, no doubt. But sure. it's the same. I mean, it's not neither one's reality TV. They're documentaries. Yeah, fair point. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I mean, sports is in my wheelhouse. and sure. Tigers aren't. <laughs> Fuck a tiger. Amazing. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. It, it's not that it's not good. I think, um, I don't know. I made a conscious decision to not watch it, even though I recognize it's good. Are you aware that there is a scene when his boyfriend shoots himself in the head and kills himself? So that's that's oh. on the documentary. No. That during the funeral, Joe Exotic sings or talks about how great the boyfriend's nuts were, balls were, <laughs> while the boyfriend's mom is also there. Are you aware that this happened on the show? No, I was not aware of that. Damien, how about you? You said it's in your queue? No, no, no I, he's watched it. No, no, I haven't seen it. I didn't see a single episode. What? Yeah. What? I, Jared, they God. have to watch it, right? Like, it still holds up. I'm going to watch it a second I'm still, time at some I'm point. Thi- yeah, I'm thinking about watching it again, just hearing this nut story. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I just, I feel like I've heard so much about it that I know what it is. And so... So it's like me and Fight Club? Exactly. I'm going to be honest with you. There's no way. We could talk about it for an hour and there would be zero chance you'd... Like, we'll we'll have missed stuff. But I feel like I've seen it. Fair. That's fair, but you got to watch it. I will one day. All right, Damien. So you're... I just want to recap. You are comparing Tiger King to Fight Club. No, no, no. I'm comparing me to you. I don't know what that means. Well, you can think about that for a little while. What are you into right now, man? What are you watching? Because you, 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 uh, you send some texts, you send some Discord uh, messages, and you're always kind of all over the place. And I always ask you if you've watched The Boys, and you say no. I'm, I'm just certain at this point you're just not watching The Boys to spite me, which seems ridiculous, but that's fine. Yeah, there's a uh, little bit of that. Uh, I mean, you're missing a, you're missing a fantastic show. No, I, okay. I want to watch it. Um, I, just, I just haven't seen it yet. Uh, I recently <laughs> finished – what did I just finish? Um, so while I'm thinking about what I just finished, I just started watching Cobra Kai, which I know I'm late mm. to, but it's, mm-hmm. it's ultra cheesy. Um, but it's super fun if you can set that, um, set that aside. So I've been enjoying that. Oh, Shit's Creek. How That's fa- what I just finished. How far are you along in Cobra Kai? I'm like th- two or three episodes into season two. Got it. Okay. Cause season three just came out. Yeah. Yep. So we banged out like five episodes of season three last night. Oh, nice. I mean, they're like 30-minute episodes, so it's not like it's a huge investment. Yeah, it's, this is a totally bingeable show. It is, and it is corny as fuck, but then it has little nuggets that you're into. Yes, absolutely. Anybody else watch that? I know Greg said you, you've watched it before, and you said you were unsure if it was corny or not. I, it, I kept dancing back and forth going like, I'm getting into it, and then there would be like almost too much corniness, and then I would be back out, and I was like always on the fence about exactly what I thought about it. The, yeah, I watched both seasons. The character, Ralph Macchio's, so Daniel's daughter is the worst character maybe in TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, she's the fucking worst. <laughs> Complete worst. Anybody else watch it? Tyler, have you watched it? Not yet. No, it's something I'm interested in, but I think I, 
<clears throat> the trailer seemed over the top cheesy and that kind of has kept me away but everybody I've, who i know has watched it says good things so the first season specifically is is good the th- second season i told myself like on and off i'm going to stop watching it cuz i was like i can't handle the corniness and then something mm. would happen that i would enjoy third season is is a nice mix of both okay okay jared or rob you guys watch that or no i watched the first uh like when it was still on YouTube, like they released the first two episodes for free. Mm-hmm. I watched those. And I was like, oh, this is better than it should be. Uh, but yeah. then I just never followed up on it. I, don't know, I, I may or may not. I, I think I'm kind of not watching out of spite because a friend of mine keep, won't shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed at the, the guys who created it, the ability. They've gotten everybody to come back. They have are able to use you know um, clips from the movies. Like they have yeah. a full green light on everything they want to do and they're comedy writers that that created the show so it makes sense bobby you watched it haven't you i i watched the the bulk of the first season and i find it and forgive me unwatchable Mm -hmm. like i i sat down with it and i committed to it and i really wanted to watch it because it is everything that i would want in a show um, other than it sucks, and I just <laughs> I can't wrap my head around the show, and I it's I don't know if it's the cheesiness, I don't know if it's the acting, I can't look at Ralph Macchio's face, and it's just it's a it's it's a cacophony, good word of stuff that I just can't figure out. So yeah, I am not watching it. Sorry, everybody. I have a follow up question to that. So the <laughs> acting throws you off, but you're all about the acting in the actual Karate Kid movie. Because the quality is about the same. <laughs> well, the Karate Kid movie. So I'm good. Karate Kid yeah. one and two, two is terrible. Um, I'll take two over one any okay, day of the no. week. Just okay. saying. Anyway, let, that's that's a conversation for another okay. day. But it's the it falls under the 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 kind of the nostalgia category of Bobby Leonard's kind of like movie like appreciation. So if you give me, like, the original Karate Kids, the first two, like, I'm all in. But if you try to kind of, like, redo it, even though it's with the same guys, similar tone, I just can't figure it out. So there's no good explanation other than I just don't like the new one. Okay. Okay, Bear, I'm going to... Bring in Elizabeth Shue. Maybe I mean, she's she going to be in this season. For us. So I'm trying to... Oh, I'm, I'm, so you're down with the original. The new... I'm down so, with the original. The, sh- the show, same, same vibe... Three. Same people, you can't wrap your head around yeah. the new one. It's Ralph Macchio's face. I can't get past Ralph Macchio. And it as shitty as it sounds, I just can't do it. Like I'm down for Johnny and I was all like the the kind of like the relationship he's got with the kid and that's kind of funny and I like I get what they're trying to do. But yeah, the the But you love the whole love, Daniel LaRusso thing you I can't love the with. Mandalorian. Love the Mandalorian. Live for the Mandalorian. The There's no compare. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. They, we're not going to compare the Karate Kids to the Mandalorian. We're on two different planets. No, but what, what I'm asking. So follow me. It's the okay. quality of show. Yes, not as corny, but it's pulling. It's it's hitting all the same marks. Right. They're doing the same thing in the Mandalorian. What you like about the Mandalorian yeah. is not the Mandalorian. You like all of the nostalgia bullshit. So why is it not the same it's, for Karate Kid? maybe because I'm having a hard time seeing the quote-unquote story of the Karate Kid and I'm convincing myself a little bit easier on the Mandalorian that I'm more into 
the storyline and the character than I am in the Karate Kid. If we're going to play the comparison between what's the, the two. story of the Mandalorian? To s- right. To s- wait before you even go down this road of just kind of like Rob's a Star Wars nerd. Like we got it, but the problem is Rob has a hard time taking himself out of the Star Wars element. If we were going to play, we third got person. it. We're, we're so, aware. We're like, all aware. If, <laughs> if you could find me a Karate Kid Rob version and that person and I duke it out a little bit. Like, I think that would be a better comparison, but I, to say, to compare the two, I can't compare the two, but as a layman, like kind of removing themselves from the two, the Star Wars universe, the Karate Kid universe, the KKEU, then (laughs) like, I get it. That sounded bad. Don't say that on the spot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Damien, you okay with that? Uh, No, I don't. Cut it out. They <laughs> use a little bit too much. Right, so I, I just want to make sure. So I brought up the Mandal, but I agree. I what, what, the point that you're trying to make is: does it flick, for lack of a better word, the same strings that the Karate Kid would for a Karate Kid kid? Yes. I mean, absolutely. I would argue that the Karate Kid show has a more cohesive story than the Mandalorian does. Better or worse, you can you can uh, say that the story in Karate Kid is not great, but there is no story in the Mandalorian. For someone who didn't get through the first three quarters of season one of The Karate Kid, I can't speak on this. Okay. But I would imagine, just based on what I saw, that The Mandalorian had a little bit more of a cohesive like story arc than Karate Kid of what I saw. Jared, what is the story of The Mandalorian? Uh, Disney likes money, and they want you to sign up for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> that is the, that is the story. Don't be like that. The story of the Mandalorian is like playing a uh, RPG like Destiny where they have different planets. You can land on the planet and the ebbs and flow of the of the story in the game are the exact same. You have a quest. You travel through the quest. You have a boss at the end. Voila. Next next planet, right? That's I mean, fucking that pretty much is the structure of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no there, get get the child this this character to the Jedi. That's a pretty cool. That's going to make sure we can put in all the nostalgia we need to keep all the fans happy. Greg, you watch the Mandalorian. What's the story? I don't know. Baby Yoda. Because <laughs> <laughs> I agree. On, like Greg. every time I feel like it's gonna, it's starting to move down the story. Then like it just pivots, and you're like, why am I looking at this character other than just the fact that I know this is a character from you know the animated show, and they brought them in, they brought them in for an episode just to kind of tease them, and then they're gone. Like it, okay, let me ask you this, Greg: Is the Mandalorian a good show? I would say it's. It's a good show. It's not a great show. Okay, fair. Because I think it's well put. It's well done. Um, like I think the acting's good. Like the visual effects are good. The music is nice, and like um, you know they've <laughs> they've you know they've you know brought in a whole audience and they've got them glued to it. Um, but I it doesn't like make that jump to a great show. I think mostly because the story, like you said, I feel like what you feel like it's. They he's put in a situation, he deals with it, and then the next episode he's put in another situation, it deals with it, and it's not there's not like a big cohesive story. Like rant like rarely in that show does something happen in an episode that lays the groundwork for an episode like five episodes later, right? Yeah. Rob, so you that's obviously Mandalorian's like one of your favorite shows of the year, I have to imagine. Yeah, of course. Why? 
Help me understand. It's got to be. I, I I think because you're dealing with me, it's an unfair question. Because as we said many a day, it's going to be a Star Wars fanboy issue. And the thing is, they designed this show, 80% of it, to accommodate me and, like, the fan base that, like, I represent. And in that respect, it's hitting the marks. It is literally hitting all the marks that it needs to hit. Plus, I'm getting it every week. Plus, like, uh, it's every... To say, like, everything is, like, it's twists and turns. Like, no, it isn't. But there's a lot of stuff that the twists and turns really become like, oh, my God, I know what that is and blah, blah, blah. And I go further down geekdom. So for me, it is designed for me and my kind of like demographic. Mm -hmm. So, of course, that show is going to hit harder for me than anything else. So it is it is a, absolutely I, I would be lying if I said that that wasn't a this one of the series of the years for me. So is that so you and I are in the same demo when it comes to that, right? Roughly sure. the same age. Sure. I accept I accept it way easier than you. Accept but why it. is that? I don't know. OK. Jerry, you're in the same demo. I'm the is same. Is The Mandalorian the best show of the year? Uh, not even close, even though I can't off the top of my head name the show where I was super jazzed on this year. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. But you enjoy it, though. You watch it. It's fun. I, I'm watching it in the same way I was watching Stranger Things and that it just seems like homework. It's like everyone's watching it. I guess I'll watch <laughs> it and I'll get through it. Stop it. <laughs> And oh look, it's the another. It's a billionth callback to a thing I recognize. You know. <laughs> How does a guy who grew up in the '80s compare the Mandalorian to like soy sauce? <laughs> like the way you're saying Wait, it is just kind of like it is the most boring and mundane thing ever. There is nothing boring and mundane about soy sauce, sir. That is a great condiment. <laughs> I think. I think Rob. That's I mean, eight here. Let me. Can I? Let me answer that if I could. So I enjoyed the first couple episodes quite a bit of The Mandalorian in the first season. It looked cool. It had like a Western feel. I, I enjoyed it. It had some nostalgia to to keep me really interested. Right? I, I, I like the look of it, the feel of it. And then you just realize this they, they don't know. They don't have a story. There's nothing going on. All of the secondary characters suck, right? Cara Dune, I don't give a fuck about her. I don't give a fuck about Apollo Creed. Like, I don't care about any of the other characters. <laughs> the only thing right. that's... I don't even really care about the Mandalorian that much. The only thing that's keeping you hanging on is the child. Right. I mean, the best thing I can... The, the best comparison, and again, this may be a fan fodder for at, at, at best description, is if I'm looking at... Um, Fistful of dollars, a few dollars more, and the good, bad, and the ugly. If we're looking at kind of your standard um, Western, who am I remembering? I'm remembering our main guy. I'm remembering Clint Eastwood. Am I remembering the secondary characters? Or am I remembering what it is that they're doing? And am I remembering the bad guys? Not necessarily. I'm remembering our main guy and kind of like what his attitude and his whole kind of bit with it is. So I'm I'm leaving it at that level of shallow. I am by no stretch of the imagination saying that this is the most in-depth writing I've ever seen on television ever. Right. No. Right. This is a fun TV series. I am enjoying the watch because it is kind of silly and light. 
do I think that they're necessarily rewriting Star Wars um, legacy or like, you know, whatever? I, not necessarily. Really? It's just it's it's a fun show to watch. The, like, what are they the, at best? I mean, we're dealing with territory in between six and seven. You're dealing with if we're gonna are we beating this to death? I don't want to turn no, this I'm into just, a Star Wars one. Are we beating this to I'm death? I'm interested. So it's of course they're 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 getting more into Boba Fett and they're taking a lot of liberties with Boba Fett. But here's the other thing: is Boba Fett's been on the plate for 40 years, and besides Episode Two, when we kind of throw him in and do his comparison to Jango Fett and the the clones and everything else, it's the first time we're actually developing some personality in Boba Fett. So like. Why is it wrong to even at least attempt to do it? I at least appreciate an attempt to give him a little bit more. So again, I I, I don't think it's the most great writing in the world. I don't think that, oh, this is the definitive Boba Fett. Like, what does that even mean? So I'm enjoying it as a fanboy. I think it is a great week to week. But like, is it the best show of 2020? No. Is it one of my favorite shows of 2020? Yes. Tyler, are you going to keep watching it? If it keeps getting turned into like tremors of star wars uh, like episode one (laughs) (laughs) i'll accept that 100 which was great no i mean i'm not gonna i'll I'll probably keep watching maybe the child the baby yoda is just so cute i gotta find out what's going on a little bit and then i keep hearing this there's a great uh revival of a character i don't even know exactly somebody said it's a great return of a character or something or other i'm sure it'll be talked about later and i don't care if it's spoiled so some people love it oh i think it just totally spoiled well, the for you, you tyler sorry if buddy. you if you're <laughs> expecting some like character development of the child no you're no, watching no, the no. wrong show brother <laughs> not that no <laughs> okay yeah because yeah, everything you everything you get of him now you're good like that's yeah. what you're gonna get through he's gonna be cute and cuddly and oddly like trying to kill people every now and again but like it's it's <laughs> you get you get it it's yeah. a child. It's fun. Yeah. Damien, you're not watching this show. No. I've only seen the episodes that you and I watched together, which I think was the first two episodes. I think it was the first episode. Yeah, something but like that. But regardless. Yeah. You've seen, you've seen it. You're good. You you know what's happening. Yeah. Baby Yoda. I mean, you feel like you've seen it probably. It's not Baby Yoda. <laughs> it's Grogu. <laughs> I mean, John Favreau said you can call it Baby Yoda. Excellent. All right. So we've all watched a little movie called Wonder Woman 1984. We have. I believe the only person that said it was okay was Jared. Oh. I don't know if I'd go say it was okay. <laughs> uh, I did like Pedro Pascal just chewing the scenery and just being fucking goofy. It felt very 90s comic book movie. <laughs> um, okay. But the hour and then half leading up to that and then the... <laughs> The last four hours of the movie, the movie's really <laughs> fucking long. We're no good, but where he's just like an insane person getting people to wish for crazy shit and like a bunch of ridiculous crap is happening. That I'm like, this is kind of fun. But other than that, I was like, fuck, this is not awesome. <laughs> Tyler, in in one sentence, what is the movie? <laughs> uh, she lasts a fucking cloud. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know right yeah look uh, guys okay the movie's fucking terrible right it's it's certifiably it's bad it's it's i don't know where to put it in the hierarchy of the dceu but it's fucking bad it 
is her invisible jet the jet she flies on with Chris Pine, or is her invisible jet when she learns to fly? Damien? <laughs> no. I, I have... And did you know Wonder Woman could fly? No, I didn't. I remember in watching this going like, wait, what? She can fly now? <laughs> she just jumps really, really no, far. No, she flies. She's clearly flying. The yeah. end of the movie, she's flying. There's no lasso. Damien, seriously, is <laughs> I'm, I'm asking a serious question. Is her <laughs> Is her invisible jet the jet <laughs> or is it her flying i need i need resolution i i mean there's fucking no answer for you <laughs> nobody has an answer how many no there's an answer it, it chris pine is is flying the jet that she makes invisible yeah but then she so learns to fly in, well that's a separate that's a separate issue so like she's flying the invisible jet by her amazonian invisibility power Number seven. It just happened. But she is flying because of her Amazonian power level eight and a half. Let, so, like, she's figuring shit out as she let, goes. Let me ask you. Even though she doesn't have powers when she figures out how to Thank fly. you. That was going to be my question. She loses her, her powers because she makes the wish to Pedro Pascal. So she loses powers, but then she gains, like, what appears to be more powerful powers. Anybody? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. My favorite part was does she say something like I've only tried this once and it didn't work? Oh, maybe yeah, yeah, work she's whole thinking jet. really hard, Damien. <laughs> like Gal Gadot's face changes, and you can tell she's really trying this time, though. Oh god. <laughs> and also, I'm pretty sure flying through a fireworks show is not the best idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how does You're Chris Pine, with the power who of hasn't flown since World War One, know how to fly a jet <laughs> sixty years later? It wasn't you the... just press enough buttons. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the jet like right. on like in a museum or just like yeah, this is yeah. just somebody's. Yeah, that's that's real. Like, how did she have access to that? Yeah, <laughs> that was like her corporate jet, wasn't it? It was like the jet that the museum had. No, they had a bunch of jets. Sure. It like, was picks that one. It was like a fighter jet. It wasn't like a commercial. Yeah, it plane. wasn't like a passenger jet. We're like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, let, me, let me take the fighter jet over to France. Like, what <laughs> like are you this, talking about? This thing's already like. Yeah, they had like the single engine propeller, right? <laughs> they had the single. And then yep. there you have this thing, which is like a stealth, like a stealth bomber. <laughs> it's the first fighter jet in history where there's side by side seats, you know, in the in the in the cockpit. <laughs> that's why it had to be like a stealth bomber because that's how they rolled in those. I, oh, dude, uh, okay, Rob, you you're the DC well, guy. Okay. Yeah, I guess. No, it's not. A, I guess it. you gave Justice League a B. So this <laughs> yeah, that I'll never live down. That's I'm gonna be dead, and they're gonna put that on the um like gravestone. Yeah. Rob gave Justice League. No, a no, 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 no. It's gonna say Rob lies here. It's a B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, Rob? Where where does this fall in the Justice League pantheon of movies? And is it just standard bullshit? The, like, all right, so I enjoyed Wonder Woman sure. 1, and the question comes up, is it, did I enjoy Wonder Woman 1 because it was a good movie, or comparatively to everything else, is it, like, you know, amazing compared to the shit we got across the board? And I enjoyed Wonder Woman 1, period. Mm. Not in comparison, not, like, yeah, whatever. Fair. It was fair. fine. Um. This is a piece of shit. I don't know if it's Aquaman <laughs> level because Aquaman's ridiculous. Um, and again, I there's a certain level of strings that Man of Steel hits that I enjoyed. Man of Steel. 
I think Man of Steel is Shakespeare in comparison to this. Um, I I don't quite know what went wrong with this. It seems that like it's for the same director. Is it the same writer? She Does wrote this, know? and then she had a writer. She her and another person wrote it's, it. It it seems like two completely different movies, and it just it it is it is not an enjoyable movie. You spend the first hour and change of a superhero movie waiting for the superhero to actually put on the costume. Besides, like the the first three minute like intro that she's like beating up bad guys in the mall, which is which is um, one of the worst it's... scenes I've seen in a long time. Mm. Yeah, the campiness that... of that scene is terrible. The the wire work of like the lasso <laughs> and her kind of flying without actually any like you know lasso work it it seems a little silly. So it 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 is not a great and it's not even like a fun movie. No. It's not a movie that you're watching and be like oh look at that that's awesome or like oh this is so good. Like all of those scenes are completely gone too. And like the most enjoyable thing, as ridiculous as this sounds, is like Chris Pine. I think is the best part Absolutely, of the movie. Yeah. And Kristen Wiig, I like, and forgive me, I just don't like Kristen Wiig. I like continually, I, I don't particularly find her no. funny, but she is horrendously miscast <laughs> in this. And even Gal Gadot is not particularly good in this movie. So, like, you're not rave reviews for Wonder Woman from Well, me. I don't know that Gal Gadot is an actual, like, good actress. She sure as fuck never been good in anything I've ever seen her in. Besides, like, she's enjoyable in one, the first Wonder Woman, but she's not good in anything I've seen her in. Sure. But like all I kept thinking, and I even mentioned it to Nicolette as we're watching it, is all they did with the Cheetah's character is they just wrote the same story arc and character as they did from uh, uh, Catwoman from Batman 2, hmm. Batman Returns. Like yeah. that's it. She is like a damsel in distress a little bit. employee. And then something happens to her and she gains like feline superpowers and then she's a badass. Although – yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer is much more charming and a better written character than whatever Kristen Wiig is doing. And at least she had like a shitty attitude to the person who fucking murdered her. <laughs> like nobody murdered her in this. Like everybody was nice to her. Damien, you going to watch it again? But no. So you were particularly <laughs> angry about it. You said you were angry the next morning. No, it wasn't me. It was that was Miranda. Okay. So she, we both were, after we watched it, we were like, that was fucking awful. We set a timer for exactly halfway into the movie, which, which is way too long, by the way. Um, and it was four hours. Yeah. Four hours, I, I feel like something like that. So anyway, we get set it halfway through and my alarm went off in the mid movie and we were both just like, let's just fucking get through it so we can say we watched it. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. You set a timer for halfway to be like, we might just turn it yeah, off. Yeah, to make a judgment call. We were like, we're going to give it half of the movie. <laughs> That's a long time. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm surprised you made it through the first scene. Because I looked at Nicolette after that first mall scene. I said, the whole movie can't be like this, right? It can't be this corny. Well, yeah, I, we were we were holding out hope. And we ended up getting you know getting through the whole movie, obviously. And afterwards, she was, we were both immediately complaining. By the following morning, I like put put it out of my head and we're like, <laughs> sitting down to eat breakfast and she's like she looks up at me and she's like you know what my other fucking problem with that movie was and i was like holy <laughs> shit awesome Some, something PTSD like that you're like i don't want to talk yeah, about it yeah, anymore yeah it was great so on a on a personal note hour and a half hits right mm-hmm. hour and 15 whatever how much of that was like i just want to keep watching it so i could look at gal gadot 
I, you know what? And not, not even very much for me because the movie is so bad. Like it wasn't enough to like, you know, justify the cost. Dude, that's how I felt too. I was like, look, you're attractive, but like halfway through the movie, I'm like, you're terrible in this thing. Yeah. I can't keep doing it. Greg, I, you, I watch know... it. you watched it, right? Sorry, Tyler. So, Go ahead, Tyler. So I just want to know, so what What else did she say the next morning? You didn't, I wanted you to finish that thought. What was the other thing that fucking bothered her? I, I don't remember the thing, what it was exactly the next morning. Um, oh, I think it was, she was complaining about something with the, the trope of like the like strong female lead you you know not being able to have love and be a strong powerful mm-hmm. woman at the same time like having to choose one or the other type oh, yeah. of thing oh yeah it's a good yeah. point i read a great a really good article recently about that and how all female characters it's almost like they're always all written where they have to have a man yeah that sure. did something to them yeah. whether it's positive or negative to propel their character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this movie's no different, which and it's surprising though because it's written by a woman mm-hmm. and a woman director. Yeah. So her the whole catalyst was she's making all of these decisions because of love. Mm-hmm. Which you don't write like Iron Man's not making his decisions because of yeah. love. You know what I'm saying? So like why Yeah, that kind of bugged me too. Mm-hmm. Also, anybody else look at Pedro Pascal's son and be like, Where's the family resemblance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anybody else say, "There's Pedro Pascal. Put a mask on him, please." <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I appreciate Jarrett's like thought on Pedro Pascal, and he enjoyed. It. I fucking couldn't stand him in this movie. <laughs> I, his stupid toupee hair he's wearing, like he just bugged me. <laughs> he, he bothered me more than Kristen Wiig did. No, but see, that's what I liked about it because I just felt like he was just running around coked out, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just I, didn't know he was on set, just going running around like a madman. Maybe what turned me off, Jared, is the sheer, like, 20 minutes at the end where he's in that blue, like, yeah, I don't know what the, the fuck he's supposed to be in. And the, the comic book blue light, yes. Yeah, the overacting that he's doing and just the sheer, like, crappiness of his hair mm-hmm. and just this, he's repeating the same line over and he's reaching out for his son. Dude, I was just like, somebody shoot him. Like, get him, put him out, put him down, out of his misery. <laughs> Greg, you like this movie? Absolutely not. Um, I mean, I feel like we beat this movie to death. I, 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 the one thought I had when I was watching the end of it, going, I was like, I remembered hearing the days before that Pedro Pascal uh, was like, I'm tired of having to wear the mask all the time in The Mandalorian. And at the end of this movie, I was like, you better hope that they take you back after this movie. Because, dear God, this was awful. <laughs> Well, I mean, a lot of the rumors about the Mandalorian is he's not the one actually ever in the suit. Hmm. Oh, like there's a whole lot of issues in the first season, like he's never in the suit, and the second season he's barely in the suit, with the exception. Like that's one of his complaints is that he's not he's not the guy in the suit because he can't do all the physical stuff. At least that's what I've been been told and read. So I don't know, Tyler. Why you make a face? Why you make a sting face? There's this clip where he finally does run toward his son looks like a man who's not run in years and years so i get that he can't do the things in the suit based on the way he runs does he run worse than who's like a notorious bad runner harrison ford harrison ford does no, he it's, look worse it's, than harrison ford it's, he's not laboring as much as harrison ford is but it's a person another person who doesn't run ever it's closer to keanu <laughs> yeah keanu's got yeah, a bad he's run got too. a weird gait yeah it's a little weird 
It's all yeah. arms and like ha- <laughs> open hands and like a lot of this. Yeah, Harrison Ford looks really stiff when yep. he's running. Mm-hmm. Like everything's yeah. moving at the same like angle mm-hmm. and the same torque. I don't know. It's a weird thing. And it was always weird when he was, you know, in the earlier Indiana Jones. It's always weird. Yep. Is is this movie is Wonder Woman eighty four the worst thing everybody saw this year, Tyler? No, I saw. I have kids, so I saw Scoob, the new Scooby Doo movie, which is <laughs> the worst, the worst movie of the year. No, I have kids. I saw Scoob. <laughs> you just earned yourself a quote on you. the on the on the IG, buddy. Right. <laughs> and I've seen it like twelve times now, or it's been played. We own oh, it, fuck. sadly. Um, so you got the physical copy of that? No, fuck no. I wouldn't get physical okay. media for Scoob, but. <laughs> Got the Amazon version. I, I helped inflate uh, Jeff fun. Bezos's uh, net wealth, net worth. So, anyway, Scoob, terrible. Damien, did you see Scoob, or is Wonder Woman eighty four the worst thing you saw this year? I did not see Scoob. Um, Wonder Woman eighty four was not the worst thing that I've seen this year. Um, the worst thing. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Yeah. Okay. I'd love it. Yeah. The worst. I had to go into. In deep into the memory banks for this one because I tried to block it out. I'm going to say the worst thing I saw this year was the tax collector. Oh, oh fuck. Mm. I forgot about the tax collector. <laughs> what was the tax? I don't even remember. The Shia LaBeouf yeah, movie. Shia Dude, LaBeouf. it was so bad. Oh. That's right. Oh, got it. My yep. favorite is you. You and I watched I think just you and I, yeah. right, watched yeah. it. And you texted me like, I got to go take a dump. Like, I'm not sure if I'm coming back. <laughs> and it was like three minutes left of the movie. Yeah. I know. I told and you I didn't even pause it. this motherfucker, Jarrett, watched it twice. <laughs> yeah. Jarrett, you watched it twice, yes? No, I only watched it. Did I watch No. I watched it No, just once. I had to pay for it. I wasn't watching think, that twice. I think you watched it by yourself, and then you watched it with Beth. I'm almost positive. I See, I blocked a lot of it out, too. <laughs> it was fucking bad, dude. It was so bad. <laughs> Anybody else watch that? No. Nope. nope. You guys it gave it bad. such Greg, a bad review. It was terrible. Greg, what, what, what's the worst thing you, you watched this year? Uh, I don't know. I was super selective this year, so I was turning a lot of things off. It, this was probably the worst thing I saw that I was actually somewhat looking forward to. Okay. As like a going, okay, it's coming out in, you know, in December. It's going to be, you know, big maybe. Like, let's. It was something that I was like kind of looking forward to. There's probably things that I would watch quickly and then just shift to something else, but I honestly don't even remember it. Fair enough. Jarrett? Uh, wait, is Tax Collector the worst thing or is it Wonder I feel like it's not the worst thing. Oh, no, wait, no. What am I saying? Birds of Prey was worse than this. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you thought Birds of Prey was worse than Wonder Woman? Well, I think so, yeah. Like, Birds huh. of Prey had nothing in it where I was like, that's good. Like, this at least had Pedro Castillo hopped up on Coke. Yeah, Birds, <laughs> Birds of Prey was not good. <laughs> Birds right? of Prey wasn't good, you. and I also spent $20 to see it. <laughs> so that made that's it worse. That's fair. I expected Birds of Prey to potentially not be good. I expected this to be decent. So I think for me, then, that would make this worse. See, I didn't even like was the you... first woman, Wonder Woman, so I was, like, not in the tank for this at all i was like oh, i guess I'll, i was watching because i was like oh, i guess i'll watch it because it's the thing everyone's gonna be watching you don't think ewan mcgregor gives the same performance as black mask that pedro pascal does <laughs> but, but pedro pascal's fun <laughs> <laughs> all right how dare you bobby is it what's mm. the worst, is this the worst thing you watch i mean it doesn't sound like you watched a ton no. this year 
No, I, I'll tell you what the worst thing I watched was was a um, a marriage story with Scarlett Johansson at Adam uh, Driver. Oscar winning marriage story. Yeah, let's continue. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Like I, I really, I went into it like, oh, I'm gonna believe in this movie and everyone's saying how amazing it is, and it was unfucking watchable. Like I just couldn't do it. So. You know, take my credibility and shove it into me telling you that the mar- a marriage story is a shit movie. Like, I just couldn't watch but it. Sorry, I don't everybody. think anybody watched it and was like, it's an enjoyable, fun movie, right? Nobody's like... Oh, I couldn't... No, it, it yeah. makes you uncomfortable for sure. Yeah. Like, it's it's yes, like 12 yeah. Years a Slave. Like, yes, it, this is a good movie. I will never watch again. I don't even think it's a level of uncomfort. It's just a level of just, like, could not get into that movie. Huh. Yeah. My bad. No, I mean, that's... I'm, that's the one I'm sticking with. I mean, didn't didn't we all watch the Velocipaster this year? <laughs> Don't you that's dare speak ill of Velocipaster. <laughs> I did not watch I the Velocipaster. That's like that's that's on one of the top of, of highlight. the highlights of my whole year. <laughs> For sure. Us watching that. Yeah. yeah. Damien, you love that, right? We had a good time watching it. That that's a great movie. If you have the right <laughs> expectations and you're watching it with friends, it's fantastic. I mean, that's what we needed. I know, though, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's early quarantine. I think it came out last year, but for whatever reason, we just watched it this year. But that was like perfect in the moment. Absolutely. We all just needed a laugh. All of us watched it. Too. A lot of us watched it together. Mm-hmm. I think we all had the same thought when we were watching it. When it started, we're like, is this Is this? Is this the movie? Is this, <laughs> are they, are they, are, is this the movie inside the movie? Yeah. <laughs> like what? And then you realize, like, no, this is the fucking movie. And this is what we're doing. And we're not going to have all the special effects in the movie that are supposed to be in the movie. I fucking loved it. Yeah. yeah. What What was the girl that was it? Hooker, Doctor, Lawyer? Was that what they called her? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, Damien, what was the guy? What was her, what was her uh, pimp's name? Oh, fuck. <laughs> They called him like a they called him like a mermaid because he's swimming in bitches. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, Something like yeah. that, right? I can't remember what his. But you had changed your Discord handle for like a couple days. For yeah, that. it was whatever his name was, Mermaid, and it's, I, I I updated my uh, the Discord name to Putty Mermaid. <laughs> oh fuck! So I think that my favorite thing that I watched the whole year was Queen's Gambit. Hmm. Ah. Uh. And Jarrett, I know, is going to be like, no, nah, this movie, this show sucks. I, or if I'm, you you said it wasn't for you. That's what it was. It was, it just, maybe it was just my mind at the time. It just wasn't, it wasn't for me. There just wasn't enough chess. <laughs> I think I quit. <laughs> it, I think Jesus. I quit after like two episodes. Like, I don't think they got wow. rolling, but yeah, I couldn't. I was just like, I'm, that's depre- fair. I'm sad. I'm depressed. I don't really want to watch more depressing shit. See that show didn't wow. make me depressed. I thought it was going to have that effect when I like saw the trailer, looked at the synopsis, like the premise of the show, and it it actually had the opposite effect on me. Um, did we all everybody watch that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tyler watched yeah. it. Yeah. I know Greg, Damien, Rob. What did you guys yep. think? Like Tyler, what, did you enjoy it? Is would that be one of your favorites of the year? It was. Yeah, it, <clears throat> it's it makes an honorable mention list. It was enjoyable and. Uh, for a show that really gets kind of deep into chess strategy, it's surprising how entertaining it was. So it was good. Yeah, I had no. I, I mean, I don't play chess. I don't understand chess. So like, even watching it without knowing much about chess, I still mm-hmm. found those like the matches really riveting. Yeah. Damien, uh, wasn't my favorite. Uh, just mm-hmm. yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, I, I really really enjoyed it. Um, 
I went through it fairly quickly and I thought like there were there was like an episode or two that was a little slower or unnecessary but overall I thought I thought it was great Hmm. all right Greg uh all the same I mean it was it I went into it not expecting that I was gonna like it just because it was about chess and that I didn't don't you know know what I didn't think going into it that I knew enough about chess to find it like to have it really pull me in but right. it sure does that you know it definitely at least for me it pulled me pulled me in and i kept me focused and i think i burned through it in like 24 you know 48 hours or something like that you know yeah bobby yeah i so as someone who came into it late and listened to a lot of like oh you got to watch it it's amazing blah 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 i watched it within the past week mm. we're recording this january 2nd just kind of like a peek behind the curtain <laughs> so i did watch it with like Within the last week, yeah. and I enjoyed it quite a bit. And so Jarrett will, will remember we did the whole chess thing in college. <laughs> There's your New Paltz <laughs> reference. You're welcome. So um, so there is a little bit of like, because we did kind of play chess quite a bit. So it's it's interesting if you know the I don't know the game to the depth that they are explaining it in this TV mm-hmm. show. But I certainly have played it enough that it does kind of capture your interests. But the thing that that when they first started kind of making hints at it to like later in the seasons was like, how the hell do you make it exciting or interesting to watch chess? But how they did it, how they suggested it, how they kind of worked chess through her mind and how they kind of visually made it, I thought was great. And um, I found her to be a very interesting character and the relationship she's developing as you're kind of going from episode to episode was also very good. So I thought that it was a, for me, for someone who was like, oh, you got to watch it, you got to watch it, watch it. And I was like, eh. When I finally sat down to watch it, I was very pleasantly surprised of it. So I did like that quite a bit. And you were like, meh, because of the trailer or just because everybody said it was good? I I was more like, it's usually when people bombard you with like, oh, it's amazing. You got it. Like, just like me, when I'm telling somebody like, oh, you have to watch Mandalorian because it's amazing. Like it's the, it may not be for the person that you're trying to sell it to, sure. but I heard it enough that I was just like, ah, screw it. I'll just kind of watch. And I really very much enjoyed it. Yeah. It's the, I, for me, it's the rare show that like I saw, I saw a number of people that don't have, like, I can't really pigeonhole them into a specific like genre or like you're a star Wars fanboy. A, a number of different people said how good it was, which I found interesting. Cause there's not a lot of shows that do that. Right. Like a, it hit kind of all different, uh, kind of, demographics of people it seems like mm-hmm. so i thought i'm a big anya joy taylor fan or anya taylor joy fan so i was excited about it you know when i heard about it coming out and i thought you know based on this show she's going to be like a massive star right she signed on to do the now the uh, prequel to the the mad max movie she's going to play furiosa but then she's in new mutants <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is easy, easily one of the worst show movies I've seen this year. It's a mess from start to finish. I don't know that it's a mess because of her. Like none of the people give necessarily a bad performance. It's just a terrible, terrible movie. The lead actress who plays uh, the Native American character is I don't understand how that person gets an acting job ever, especially <laughs> headlining like a, a fairly large movie. That movie was terrible, Damn. like unbelievably bad. I thought it was going to be bad coming out, and somehow it was worse than I thought. Did anybody else watch that? <laughs> nope. No. 
But I forgot yep. about it until you just mentioned it. Just now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You guys can all do yourself a favor and not watch that movie because it's really, awesome. really bad. And I mentioned earlier how The Mandalorian doesn't have a story. Somehow this makes The Mandalorian look like Shakespeare. It's fucking nice. terrible. <laughs> terrible for a big budget movie. Greg, what what was your favorite thing of the year? Um, I I I'm gonna say something that it wasn't necessarily my favorite thing of the year, but the most surprising thing that I wasn't expecting to get into was um about about three weeks into quarantine, my iPhone like went kaput on me, which was like the worst time to have it happen because a <laughs> no one was delivering anything, and b like <laughs> it was your only source of like your boss to get a hold of you in the middle of all this chaos. Um. <laughs> And so I bought a new iPhone, and with it came um, a subscription to Apple TV uh, Plus or Apple Plus or whatever it's called, which when it was released, I was shitting all over it as totally totally pointless. But um, because I had a free year subscription to it, I started watching those shows, and it was probably the most surprisingly good grouping of shows that I have seen Um you know, with the, with the exception of like some stuff on Netflix and some stuff on Amazon, but like, right. you know, they have like I don't know, twelve or thirteen shows, and I watched half of them and I thought they were great. You know, nice. um, okay. specifically there was one called uh, Ted Lasso, which is a was a comedy about um, crap. I'm totally forgetting his name right now. Jason, um, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis, yeah, who plays this uh, American football coach, I think winning American football coach, who gets hired by a um, like a, a UK soccer team to coach soccer, uh, and he doesn't even know anything about the sport. And hmm. on that basis, it should be like semi-unwatchable or awful show, but like <laughs> they did an amazing job, and it's like perfect. And I don't know, it was definitely an uplifting show for in the middle of like all the chaos that was going on. Nice. Cool. I think you're the only person I know that hasn't besides Rob that has a, uh, an Apple, Apple, was it Apple plus? <laughs> yeah. Apple TV Apple plus. TV. I did watch, I did watch that show. Did you like it? I watched the first episode. I watched the first episode and what was explained to me was like, it, it was, I like Jason Zeke. It's like fine. Um, but again, not a sports guy, and I guess it is buried in sports references. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched the first episode. I'm like, all right, it's like it's okay. Like the funniest thing was like the assistant coach's name was like Coach Beard, and he had a beard, and like I thought that was funny. <laughs> but like beyond that, like I just didn't get it. But like I have friends that go fucking berserk for this show, and just it it, it wasn't for me. But I'm Greg. I'm glad you liked it. Because- <laughs> Like, nobody else I heard of besides this one guy is talking about it. I'm glad you're talking about it. I mean, it. Jason Sudeikis is in The Mandalorian, so by default, shouldn't you be into that show? <laughs> Anything any Star Wars person has been in ever, as proven by a future episode, has to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, just, Jarrett. Just saying. Well, what was a uh, good thing this year? Oh, Favorite fuck. thing What's you the saw question? this year? Uh, there was. <laughs> I was just like looking through the list of 2020 released movies, and I'm like, did I like anything this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Thing, I got into old stuff this year. I got I hunkered down and watched all of the West Wing, which was very mm-hmm. which uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, good for you. It's, it was nice to remind myself that like 
Sometimes, I'm not saying anything, but sometimes people in government are smart and care about shit. (laughs) (laughs) On a TV show. On a TV show. Sure. Um, other than that, let me. Th- uh, I got. Uh, I started watching Ozark, which is the mm. most depressing thing I've ever seen, but very, <laughs> very, very good. Uh, I can't remember the last time I saw Jason Bateman in a drama. Does he do that? Yeah. Like, Teen I Wolf like... Two. <laughs> Did you not see Teen Wolf Two? Oh, that's true. Teen Wolf Two. Jesus Christ! What did they? <laughs> Didn't they reboot that as a TV show? Yeah, on MTV, like ten <laughs> they did, years right? ago. What do I watch on MTV? <laughs> I don't even have cable anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Jersey Shore, <laughs> which they are, which came out during quarantine, by the way, as well. So that they they're at least more they, they're, they're 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 hitting the quarantine uh, basis with the uh, with Jersey Shore. They didn't give a fuck about that. Oh, uh, too hot to handle. <laughs> Love is blind. <laughs> the, Here we go. The one two Netflix punch <laughs> of reality television. <laughs> Damien, you watch anything good this year? Movie wise, eh, either one. Um. Let's see. I didn't, it wasn't from this year, I don't think anyway, but I would agree with Ozark being phenomenal. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely not from this year, but catching up uh, off of your incessantly telling me to watch it, Fleabag was uh, amazing, Mm -hmm. like basically everybody says. Um, I think Outsider was, like when I was thinking about TV shows, Outsider and Queen's Gambit were, were the things that were coming top of mind. I wasn't sure if Queen Queen's Gambit was like a, there was a recency bias thing uh, towards, but I really really sure. enjoyed The Outsider. I thought that was great. Um, and then I was trying to think about movie. Like I like I said at the start, I don't think I saw any movies this year because I was traveling at the very start, and then the world fucking ended. Um, right, you you've seen Gentlemen since I know you have watched that. Uh, that was the second one, right? No, the gentleman was with Charlie Hunnam and oh yeah yeah I did uh, Matthew McConaughey yeah yeah I did see that one um, that one must have been released on somewhere online right yeah I mean well no it was originally came out in uh, February but you've I'm sure since watched it like on rent you've rented yeah it I think I rented it that's right I totally forgot about that one um, yeah that one was good that one was good as well. Nobody watched Mank. Am I the only person that watched Mank, the Gary Oldman, David Fincher movie? Mm-hmm. Still haven't on... seen it now. You know, I, I watched the first episode of it. It's a, it's a movie, um, so you definitely didn't watch the first episode. Then I watched the first 40 minutes of it. How's that? Because I I, I like um, Orson Welles and quite a bit Citizen Kane. And, you know, considering that storyline, I just wasn't kind of like biting into it. And as a quote-unquote friend of the show... Um, if Gary Oldman is in, I'm trying to watch as much Gary Oldman as I can. So I just couldn't quite get into it, though. Fair. Fair Period. enough. Okay. All right. Jared, I know you enjoyed what we do in the shadows. I was just thinking that. That and, um, oh. uh, fucking, um, what's the little dicky show? Uh, oh, Dave. Uh, Dave. Is <laughs> yes. Dave? Anything. Yeah. Uh, that sh- I've heard that's good. I haven't watched that. That show is pretty, that show is pretty fantastic. Uh, right. But yeah, what we do in the shadows Rob, was you... also amazing. Yeah, Rob, you got into what what you do in the shadows, right? What we do in the shadows. Oh, I love that show. That show was fantastic. Continues to be fantastic. Right, Damien's just. Uh, I got Damien's for sure not going to watch it just because we all said it was good. <laughs> it's too bad because it's really funny. It really is like genuinely funny. Plus, Mark Hamill is in it. Like, how could you not like it? <laughs> Plus, Mark Hamill is in yeah. it for one episode. It sounds good. For what episode? It sounds, yeah, it's great. it sounds good. It's fantastic. There's just I've watched so little TV um, that that trying to get to that is low on the list. I feel like. 
Well, it's it's twenty two like twenty two minute episodes, and there's like eight episodes in a season. Mm. So you're looking at yeah. less than four hours. Okay. Yeah. Worth it. Mm. Totally worth it. But I mean, you watched Fleabag. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, I, Tyler will agree. You have to watch Killing Eve. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't watched that one yet either. Yeah. Yeah. And you're anti the boys. Everybody else watched the boys. Mm. Greg, I know yeah. watches yeah. the boys. Tyler doesn't. Jared, I know does. Rob, you didn't watch this new season. Not this new season. No. Okay. Any? I mean, Tyler. No and, good reason why. Tyler and Damien, you guys are just out. I don't know. I mean, I, I sort of have an aversion to new TV shows, um, especially when I don't get, when I don't start it as this show is starting. I don't know. I just, I've got commitment issues. Like, because you haven't, you don't want to go back and watch <laughs> older stuff. Right. And I know it's only a season. Sometimes if it's just one season that I've seasons. missed. It's two seasons. Yeah. Right. But I, so like I would, I heard about it after the first season and that's not much for me to catch up on. So it's, Something like Breaking Bad, there's enough to catch up on. That's kind of a barrier. That's one of the barriers right. to so. But um, the boys, I don't know. Um, it's everybody says it's great. I don't doubt it. I don't know. It makes me sad that you don't want or you're not going to watch Breaking Bad because then you're not going to watch Better Call Saul. Yeah, that's true. which is is equally as good of a show, hmm. as enjoyable okay. of a show. It's much more lighthearted. Yeah. Okay. And Breaking Bad is a better show, yeah. but I would say that Better Call Saul might be, a be- an easier watch. I follow you. Yeah. yeah. Damien, you watched that, I right? did. I felt like through the entire show, I the thought that I had was, okay, cool. It's about to get good. Mm. And I just, really? yeah, I didn't, like, it wasn't, it wasn't bad, um, but like, I just, I don't know. I felt like, I felt like it was always on the, on the verge of me really enjoying it. Are you just always on the verge of like wanting Walter White to show up? I don't know what it was that was missing. And it's been a while since I watched this, so I can't remember specifics, but, but I just remember finishing going like, eh, like I guess it was okay. Finishing a, whatever season. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously the show's not right, done. Right, right. So. Yeah, yeah. Whatever was out at the time. I think um, I think Better Call Saul does what the Mandalorian should have done. Like it has a strong story and they like sprinkle in some of the characters from the original. Yeah. And the Mandalorian is like leans too heavy on the you know the special person in the episode, you know. So Better Call Saul has a story. Yes. And the Mandalorian just has <laughs> nostalgia. <laughs> you need a blend of both. Uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So did Three's company. Whoever's gonna walk into the Regal Beagle. All right. So I just so we're here in a, in kind of like this moment. The one thing 2020 had for me yeah. was murdery shows. Mm. Okay. So can we talk about murdery shows for a little Let's bit? Do it. What are murdery shows? All right. So Yeah, what's a murdery so show? So murdery show is like, you know, things with like extreme violence that I didn't necessarily normally watch, but for some reason I watched this year. Okay. So I've got three shows. Um first one is American Murder. The uh, family next door, which is the guy who kills like literally everybody in his family and puts them in an oil drum. Yeah, I couldn't watch that. Spoiler. Yeah, that's a little heavy. A little. The other one is um, HBO did the uh, mini series on Patton Oswald's mm-hmm. wife, um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Right. Which was all about like the West Coast rapist from blah de blah. The cop who is murdering and raping people for like 30 years. 
Yeah. Correct. Which was like very, very well done, kind sure. of very well spaced out. So it was a very interesting thing to watch. And then just to kind of throw it in there for the people who have not watched Unsolved Mysteries, <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix is fucking amazing. One of my greatest days of quarantine, Rob, is I didn't know Unsolved Mysteries season two was coming out. And I clicked on yep. Netflix and it said new episodes and I about lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I may Surprise. have sent a text to my wife and said, new Unsolved Mysteries just came out. And I we may have banged them all out. Like six episodes in two nights. Wow. How could you not? So, all those well done. All the murdery shows, all well done. I can't watch the show about the dude who killed his wife and two kids and put them in an oil oh, silo yeah. because he was having an affair and then admitted to it yeah. uh, while yeah. in questioning. Like, it's just... It's, it's a, a lot, fun man. show to watch. It's not, it is yeah, a lot. It not, is a lot. But it, it's the murdery show. It's But it's... It's well done and kind of well shoveled out, and then you clearly want to destroy the guy. But it is a very captivating story. What I think is more interesting is the way that they develop the show. There is a piece of it, a percentage of the show that is set that the wife was so for like. Don't say listen, it, dude. I'm not really. I'm gonna say <laughs> it. Like, don't. This is not my personal opinion. This is what is set forth from the show that the wife was so annoying to the guy that there was some right. There is no right in for this guy to kill his wife and his kids. It's a terrible thing to talk about. Of course it is. But the show actually suggests that like, Hey, this guy had a point because his wife was super annoying. So it's, it is interesting how they kind of weigh that out just a little bit. They sprinkle it in there. One hour. No, he's a piece of shit. He's going to burn in hell, but. One hour, you know, 19 minutes, 27 seconds-ish. I'll be making a cut that will be removing oh, that portion of put that. this pod just for your well-being. Hey, man, <laughs> I didn't refer to women as bitches, so. <laughs> Damien, if your, when your I girlfriend think annoys even. you. You can murder her and put her in an oil silo. <laughs> and you can just say, that bitch annoyed uh, me. So she had to I go. didn't say that was my opinion as much as it was suggested by the TV show. <laughs> Fuck, man. But I'll bow that one out. <laughs> man, Heidi better not ask you to take out the trash or anything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Fuck. Anybody else watch Unsolved Mysteries? Mm -mm. Nope. Uh... Okay, Greg, I know did. Jared, you did not? Nope. Nobody watched the show. It was amazing. Oh, oh, and me saying it's amazing is probably a bad probably. thing. But it was super good. Damien and Tyler saying they didn't watch it is not surprising to me. Jared saying he didn't watch it is very, like, super duper surprising. <laughs> There's only so many hours in the day, man. <laughs> no. Come on, man. You watch Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> And it was great. <laughs> Did you watch Palm Springs? Oh, yeah. That was a good show. Palm Springs Are you shitting great. on Palm, Palm Springs, Springs right now? Good. Yeah. I'm not shitting on Palm Springs. I'm Palm Springs is the soy sauce of movies. Wait, it's the toy story of movies? No, I said it's the soy sauce of movies. It's excellent. Oh. <laughs> Love it. Anybody have any other, like, uh, you know, murdery shows they want to talk about? Like, not per se murdery, but like on that level of what Rob enjoyed. Anybody, you know, go down the, the, the wormhole? <laughs> yeah, Tyler. Tyler. The Undoing on HBO is pretty good. Is uh, Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant. <clears throat> I enjoyed it. It's it's not like great, great television, but it was a good show. Mini series, six episodes, and I liked it. 
Why do I feel like that show is the same show that was on Apple TV that had Michelle Dockery and Chris Evans? No idea. Like I don't I don't know. Mm. I'm assuming it's not, but it just feels like when I would see the trailers for them, they were the same show. Hmm. I'm not aware of that other show, but it was good. Okay. What about it? Like what what specifically about it? Well, Hugh Grant's in this role that you've never seen him in. Just unsure if he's involved in um in this crime that was perpetrated, and I don't want to say too much more about it. <laughs> fair, but fair enough. It's and a good you love show. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, she's <laughs> great. She's great in Moulin Rouge. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jarrett, you got anything? I mean, Greg said he was deep into Apple. Rob said he's into murdering people. Tyler <laughs> loves Nicole Kidman. Jarrett, I'm deep into playing Hades on Nintendo Switch. That's <laughs> that's my days right okay. now. Okay. Wow. Okay. I was say I didn't get nearly as much gaming done this year as I would like to. I think that's what happens when you have a child. Um, so that bummed me out. I was expecting <laughs> a lot more time to game. One of the shows, Damien, you played Red Dead Redemption. I did. Um, yeah, I did, which is fucking excellent. There you go. Oh, I, that's it. Fucking excellent. I also played Cyberpunk, which is a broken piece of shit. Ooh. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. And you bought it for the PS5. I, would I got. Imagine. I got it. As, no, I got it as a gift. I got it for the Xbox. And uh, man, <laughs> that thing. Did you get any money back for it? What was that? Jared, do you, you have? Money I have. I have, an, I have an Xbox Series X, my friend. That's how cool I am. Uh, I had. I actually got my hands on a PS5, but I was like, someone was willing to give me a month's rent for it. So I was like, all right, fuck it, take it. I'll get one. Wow. I'll buy one next year. Wow. <laughs> In Cyberpunk, did you get to decide on the size of your penis that you had? <laughs> yes. Isn't that a thing? Yes, that is that is a thing. You can pick your uh, your pubes. Uh, <laughs> you could choose to be non-gendered <laughs> if you want. It was. A, it's a weird time. Now, what did you go with? <laughs> <laughs> What a great! This is the question of the year right here. I went. I actually. I mean, I think this this says a lot about somebody. I went. This is. I went smooth. Like, I went smooth like a Ken doll. Okay, <laughs> Damien, doesn't this say a lot about you? I just. What are we doing? You're not gonna, let, you're not gonna let your girlfriend listen to this episode, are you? What are we? What are we doing? I don't know. You mean us or like as a society? All of it. I mean, look, man, we're talking about 2020. We have to talk about like the things that made us happy. And Jarrett being able to decide on the size of his virtual penis in Cyberpunk made him happy. I think penis is a very harsh word. Can we just like agree to say wiener? <laughs> like I think if you're if you're deciding on 16 inches, I think it's a wiener at that point. Okay, a nobody said he's gonna have a 16 inch yeah. penis. That's no one said that. That's Rob, just, that's just so I think that says something about you. I I by do. the way, yes, that your your first thought was like I'm going 16 inches. Yeah. <laughs> I th- well, going from like the minimal to the max, I thought the max was 16. That's just a that's just a oh, bird. Yeah, what, what are you doing with that thing? <laughs> this is all just hearsay. What's that, Tyler? How you doing? I'm good. One of my favorite parts of most episodes that Damien's on <laughs> is there's a moment where he just like kicks into upper management mode. Like he's got to reel us all back in. <laughs> he's got to be like, "All right, children, <laughs> let's just tone Sorry, this down." Damien. And that's what... I mean, I'm just asking the questions. <laughs> I know, but you're participating. It's not my fault. You're you're perpetuating it, which is fun, and I love it. Damien, on the other hand, is... Yeah, it's usually me that makes Damien go, oh, yeah. shit. Yes, yeah, yeah. sorry, buddy. Tyler, just switch switch topics real quick. Obviously, we talked about The Last Dance. Are you 
like really put off by the fucked up finger Michael Jordan had? Oh, God, yeah. How do we go from wieners to this? <laughs> I'm just thinking, he had that one finger that went like, like, yeah. completely at the knuckle, the wrong direction. Strange. Nobody else I, noticed that? Wait, so you're suggesting that Michael Jordan's penis is also fucked up? Oh, God. Is that the connection? <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It could be. Big hands. Sorry. Big hands. I think I have to go. Tyler's saying he has big hands. Sorry, everybody. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up, though, real quick. Mm. So what was the thing I'm going to ask each of you Same question So we'll start with Tyler What was the thing you missed most In normal life in 2020 uh, Related to Well Just in general Yeah pop culture wise yeah. Not pop culture I think just going to the movies Which is, sounds super basic <clears throat> I know I'm like you And probably several of us here Going to the movies alone Is, is something I really like um, Yeah And I would often go like late at night, just on a random weeknight, um, just time to get to myself. And it was always fun and getting some some movie nachos and some red vines. And that's always uh, something I always look forward to. So that's that was um, definitely missed, but that's something to really look forward to. I do think at some point, maybe not soon, soon, but this year, theaters will open. And um, I read that there's no, there's not been any outbreak connected to any movie theater anywhere in the world so that gives me some hope that even even with the vaccination which will of course help i think that uh it'll be pretty safe i I would imagine they're going to limit capacity at some point um or for a while still so i'm really excited about going back to the theaters because i missed it a big uh a lot have you been able to get nachos like movie nachos any other way no i mean so costco we've been doing costco since quarantine which we typically don't and they have like a five gallon drum of nacho cheese, which is just, <laughs> I've done that once or twice. And it always like after three days of like 18 bowls of nachos, I'm just, I've got two thirds of the can left and I can't do it. So I can't go that route anymore. Wait, you actually bought it? Not this time, but I've done it in the past. So I've resisted the urge. Um, so anyway, no, I haven't had, I don't think I've had nachos since like probably February, which is sad. <laughs> Super sad. Yeah. All right, Damien, I have two questions. A, have you ever bought a five-gallon tub of nacho cheese at, at any place, let alone Costco? No. <laughs> Would you die if you ate it? Yes. <laughs> okay. What did you miss about 2020? Uh, if you don't say me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be upset. Yeah. Well, that was gonna be my first clarifying question, which is like just about anything at all or pop culture related. <laughs> pop culture. Um. Yeah, pop culture. It's like I, I think this is probably going to be a, an answer for a lot of us, but but I think going to the movie theaters is just like I was. You know, I was. I think we were on a at least one movie a week thing for a while. Um, for yeah, sure. and 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 you know, quitting cold turkey as it will. <laughs> uh, it'd be nice to just go back and and have that experience, despite the fact that I think maybe like Tyler and and like you as well, Anthony. I typically went to movies by myself, so it's just like sort of a an experience that I miss. All right, Greg. Um, I mean, yeah, not to keep repeating it, but yeah, going to see movies, uh, I guess to change it a little bit, the, I really enjoyed watching movies with my son, um, mm-hmm. but which were obviously more geared towards him. And, you know, mostly because when he watches it in the theater, he's like a hundred percent focused on it. And he just gets so into it where like I uh, this was a while back. But I remember when we were watching um, 
I think like the Toy Story four in the theaters. And like every time when there's like an exciting moment, he just goes, yes! <laughs> During the movie, he's just like completely in it. And he doesn't do that necessarily like when we're watching at home. But like, I think it's because you're in the movie theater, you know, like you just get yeah. all mm-hmm. you're like fully invested in the movie. That's awesome. Have you watched, I heard Scoob is really good. Have you watched Scoob? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God, no. <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to, I'm going to get you the, I think I'm going to buy you the physical copy and it'll be in the mail. Okay. <laughs> Jared, I miss uh, just like coughing on strangers. Like it used to be my favorite <laughs> hobby, and now it's just so taboo. <laughs> it looks like haircuts. It looks like you missed a few haircuts. Yeah, that's it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as much as as much as I hate them in the moment, I miss cons. Mm, <laughs> I sure. I miss bitching about cons sure. at con at the con. <laughs> it was my favorite activity. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. All right. Bobby. All right, so I have layers, so let's deal with layers first. Here we go. So everybody buckle up. <laughs> Sorry. So the the number one thing I miss, as ridiculous as this sounds, is I because my job really at this point, I haven't really seen like a full like freaking platoon of students in like months at this point and i really kind of miss the kids what does that have so to do from with pop the heart, culture bobby I, you just have to hang in there buddy <laughs> don't be a shit about it so like i really just kind of miss that like the normalcy is the number one thing that i miss as far as that is concerned for your kind of particular bit I miss, believe it or not, I was not going to Comic-Con. I would be stupid if I said, oh, I miss going to San Diego. I miss going to New York, but I really, there was a chance that I was going to make it to Celebration. Mm. And that was like the biggest bummer that I kind of missed out on that one. So just saying that. And like, I love you guys, but I do not miss going to the movies like (laughs) at all. Like this has been a joy for me to see any sort of like, modern movie that i want to see on tv like literally at home i do not miss going to the movies so those are and then the last thing which is kind of like the thing i do kind of miss is we do this once in not a blue moon but once every couple of weeks but what i do miss is kind of like going to the local bar hanging out with the local (laughs) nerds like for Mm -hmm. real and like being able to have these conversations as they literally happen to kind of do the recap on Mandalorian as it happens, you know, we're lucky enough we're having this conversation just after all of us saw Wonder Woman, so it was like all fresh in our brain. But all of those like little moments of those little vignettes of these things that like happen very like timely, being able to kind of take that and have it happen at that moment and just being able to BS about it, I miss that thing quite a much. So like it it's I'm <laughs> I'm hopeful that it will get better, but like those are the things that I miss. So we all we all went we all went pop culture. Yeah, yes, yes. And you make us all look like assholes because you're like <laughs> that is I my job is to make you guys look like assholes. I miss my God. It's this. Okay. I do miss my job. But there you go. <laughs> cool. Thank you for not. You answering asked the question. me what I missed, and you gave me carte blanche. <laughs> That's what I gave you. I just assumed after the four responses prior, where they were all pop culture based. Well, I guess you assumed wrong. I, I mean, I fucking guess so. <laughs> oh man, yeah. For me, it's uh, it's movies and it's conventions, mm-hmm. and it's everything that goes with those movies. Just being able to to get away, go see a movie, have your time, 
like Tyler said, all of your um, things that you always do when you're there, all your rituals mm-hmm. you do there. Um, and then conventions, you know, again, being around like-minded people, <laughs> seeing all the same, the same stuff every year, but being around like the same people that enjoy the same thing you like and just a day or two or three or four of all that. And then also something randomly that we started, you know, Damien and I, I think this would have been like the fourth year we went to, our haunts. Like I enjoy Halloween Haunt, which is out in California. We all went, the California group went last year. Um, so it's just, that's something I, I miss. So I, hopefully we can do that um, this year. That's like the one thing I'm still holding on to this year because that's all the way obviously in October. And I'm like, you can still socially distance. Like maybe we'll be in a better place. Hopefully we can do that. Bet so. But I don't have any, I don't have any like, you know, oh, I'm so glad I got to spend more time with my daughter. I could say that, which is how I feel. <laughs> but since everybody, you know, could do it except for Rob. I'm not going to wow. make everybody else You're look welcome. shitty. <laughs> what were you going to say, Tyler? I don't remember. It was, I think it was just... Fair. Same, yes, yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right, guys. Anybody have anything else, Rob? <laughs> no. I have learned that once you start preparing the wrap-up, that whatever it is I have to say, I have already said. So Are you sure? Thank you. I have nothing more to say. Does anybody else have anything they would like to say? Do you remember when we recorded the TMNT pod? Um, mm-hmm. the, the first the, or second Yeah, time. the 1990, the first one. And Right, the first time we recorded uh, or the second time we recorded? When it was recorded. <laughs> when it was actually recorded. Uh, sure. Uh, you sure. asked a question of like what would be worse, getting hit in the back with a baseball Absolutely. bat or... A croquet a, yeah. paddle? Yeah. yeah. Or a golf yeah. game. Yeah. And, and Rob spent like a minute giving his answer for an option that wasn't even on the list. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Completely. You're this welcome. This is just like that, that like one minute of time, I feel like encapsulates Rob's entire personality. <laughs> it makes Wait, me happy. Uh, don't change. I love you. Um, but what, what did Rob say? He's like, yeah, out of those three, dang shot sounds the worst. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't remember either, but it was what it was something that would have been in the maybe he had it in his in his bag, but it's not one of the three options I had given. Yeah, yeah. he was right? so confident in his it answer like too. He, it, he was like, definitely. Yeah. Always, it's all about confidence. Yeah, when you're going like to say something, say with confidence. He didn't say I would like stab the guy with yeah. a sword, so it wasn't like out of left field. But it wasn't something I had said. Hey, one of these three options. Yeah, I'm going to beat him with a turkey. Like, I don't remember yeah. what it was. No, you don't even remember you were on that podcast, Rob. <laughs> Which is also kind of funny. We've had that I conversation three times. Yeah, considering we did it three times. Yeah. We did it twice because your daughter unplugged the fucking Wi-Fi the first time. I blame my daughter exclusively. <laughs> Everybody's checked out, man. Everybody's all, We're all done. <laughs> well, guys, I hope we don't have to do this pod again next year. Mm. Oh, I hope that we can... Uh, we can have a better year and everybody gets to go see movies and Rob gets to go back to school because apparently that's what he wants. Thank you. That's and Jarrett gets to cough that's on strangers. <laughs> I think on the note of having to not do this pod next year, it could be fun to do um, to do this pod in a year and like reflect yeah. on some of the things that we talked about for the like best and worst things we're looking forward to, stuff like that. I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I know we're going to do coming up, uh, I think Tyler, myself, and you, Damien, are going to do what movies we are looking forward to this year. That's one Damien and I do every year. 
Tyler's going to jump in this time. I'm I'm interested on how that's going to go because I really don't have a good grasp on what's actually coming out this year or what's been pushed out from this year to next year, even what didn't come out last year. Yeah. To where it's coming out now. So I'm sure we're going to make some mistakes yeah. on that one. I was just look- Tyler's for sure going to be like, I want to see this movie that actually came out in, in 2019. <laughs> You'll always hold that That'll over happen. my head, but that I was just looking. Yeah, I'm, I'm petty like you that. You are for sure. <laughs> You win the Petty Award every year. Um, but that's why wow. we like you. Damien might. Damien's close second. Really? I don't know. No. I don't think so. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what? I honestly don't get that at all. I think you're making he that just, up. He just brought yeah. something up from fucking a podcast we did seven months ago. <laughs> but he's not being <laughs> shitty about it, so it's I, fine. Listen, I do it in a much more charming way than you do. Yes. Yes. Truth. What? what? <laughs> all right, guys. All right. Appreciate you guys all being on. Be safe. You know, wear a mask. Do what you have to do. Don't be an asshole. And hopefully we don't have to do this similar pod next year. All right. All right. All right. Be good. All right, everyone. That is our recap of 2020. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, We always ask for those five-star reviews on Apple Podcast. If you can do that, that helps. That definitely helps the pod grow. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. Give us a follow on Instagram at The Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. Thanks to the guys for being on. That was a fun one. And uh, be safe. Everybody have a happy new year. And we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs>